0: Let's get started. There And welcome to the show. Today's episode is about what do you do on a discovery call? But before we go and talk about that, I want to talk to you about some amazing news. I've recently looked at my podcast stats, and this podcast, She Coaches Coaches, is in the top 3% of podcasts globally. There was at last count about 3 million podcasts. So being in the top 3% is an amazing achievement. And I want you to know that the only reason it can happen is because of you, you, the listener. I'm so appreciative of you. I really appreciate the time that you spend with me. And I appreciate that you take the time to tune in and listen. So my heartfelt appreciation to you. So now let's dive into the topic about doing discovery calls. So when starting out, I encourage new coaches to do as many discovery calls as possible. So they sign clients and start making money. And you know, I would also add that if you're a struggling coach and maybe you've had a little bit of that feast and famine and it's been a while since you've signed clients, I would encourage you to take this advice as well. Focus on creating clients and do as many discovery calls as you can. So when you're doing that, the end result is you want to know, is this person a match for you or not? Will they be a client? Your first pilot coaching package is what you're going to offer if they're a potential client. And that pilot coaching package is something that will help them reach a goal. Go back and listen to episode 141 for more information on creating that pilot coaching offer. So in that last episode, I gave you the actual steps that you need to sign your first paying clients. If you haven't listened to it yet, go back Pause this one, listen to it, and then come join me again. All right. Now, if you're here, I'm assuming you've already started to invite people to coach with you. And in this episode, let's talk about doing a discovery call. So what is a discovery call? It is a conversation where you meet with a potential client and see if you're a match. These discovery calls go by many names you might have heard it called a consult or consultation, a sample session, a get-to-know-you call, a sales call, a breakthrough call, or a strategy session. So many names, but they are the same thing. These are all conversations to see if you're a match and to see if you want to coach together. A discovery call is not an opportunity for them just to pick your brain. And it's not a casual chat about what's going on with your friends or about the weather. During a discovery session, you'll have the time to dig into your client's story and understand what's going on with them. How are they thinking about their life and how are they thinking about the things that they dream of? You'll also begin to understand what's getting in their way. What's stopping them from reaching their goals? This will help you understand whether or not you can help them, and if so, what you can do to help them make these lasting, positive changes in their life with coaching. It's a chance for that potential client to get to know you, to understand more how coaching works, and to see if they think you're a good fit to help them too. Essentially, the goal of that call is to see if it's a match. Let's break these discovery calls down into three phases. The first is before the call. The second is during the call. And the third is after the call. I'm going to talk you through the three phases in this episode, but just know that this is one of the ways that I support my clients. So for those of you who know you want some extra help, click the link in the episode notes and learn how I can help you too. Now, phase one before the call. All right, you've got that discovery call scheduled in your calendar. Yay, this is exciting. They're interested in speaking with you. They want to find out more about your coaching and they're very possibly interested in actually working with you. So before the call, you want them to feel as comfortable as possible coming into the call. Because when we feel safe and comfortable and prepared, it is so much easier to enjoy it to show up, to be present, and to have a genuine conversation. There are a few ways that you can accomplish this. The first is be welcoming. Thank them for booking the call and tell them that you're looking forward to seeing them. Now, depending on how the call was scheduled, you may do this in person or by an automatic email that is sent from your calendar as soon as they scheduled. Tell them as well, what to expect so they're prepared for example ask them to come to the call on time give them the zoom link that they're going to click and ask them to take the call in a place where they will be relatively undisturbed also recommend that they bring a pen and paper and even a glass of water be clear how long the call is going to take and that you will spend some time getting acquainted giving them an experience of coaching and talk about coaching together in the future. So now they know what to expect. They know where to show up. They know how to show up and you've reduced the number of surprises. You've helped them feel welcome. I often will send a reminder even a few hours before the scheduled time with that zoom link again, just so it's easy for them to log on. They don't have to go searching through their inbox. Now, the next part of preparing before the call is prepare yourself. Have a plan for what you're going to cover. I'll share a bit about one possible way later in this episode, but for now, just know that I don't want you to wing it. Before the call, get centered, get your supplies together, find a place to sit. You don't want to be walking down the street doing a discovery call. Remove distractions like barking dogs and lots of noise going on because those distractions are going to distract you and that potential client that you're speaking to. Powerful coaching, powerful conversations happen when we are present. Also for you, keep a glass of water close at hand. It's going to help if you're feeling a little nervous to sip that water too. And sign on a few minutes early And while you're waiting for them to arrive, take a few calming breaths. All right. So that's how you get ready before the call. Phase number two, during the call. Know that you've prepared as best you can for this call. You're here now. You've done the best you can. So be present. Your job is to stop worrying about your own nerves, your own jitters, and even your own thinking that maybe I'll mess it up. Your job is to follow a process so you know what to do and when, and don't wing it. I highly recommend you do a coaching exercise called the Wheel of Life. It's one piece of paper, and in a few minutes, you're going to help them get a new perspective on their life. Now, to make your life easier, I've got a download that you can grab and use. Yeah, I've got a printable and also examples on how to do the Wheel of Life. You just have to go to the episode notes click the link enter your information and you're going to download your own copy so scroll to the bottom grab that download you may even find it easy to be looking at the download while you're listening to the rest of this episode so now let me describe the wheel of life exercise to you on one sheet of paper there is a large circle and it is divided into eight sequel eight equal sections It kind of looks like a pie cut into eight slices. Each of the sections has a name for a specific area of that person's life. There is health, career, fun and recreation, romance and significant other, friends and family, money, location, and personal development. Now your approach is you're going to ask them to rate their level of satisfaction in each of those eight areas. You might say something like this. Okay, for your current physical health, how satisfied are you in this area on a scale of 1 to 10? You're going to ask the same question for each of those sections of the pie, and then when they give you the number, you're going to draw a dot in the pie slice to correspond to that number. So here's what I mean by that. If they rate their money situation as a five out of 10, you're gonna put a dot halfway between the center of the circle and the outer rim, and you're gonna label it with a number five. Encourage them to tell you the first number that pops into their head. And even better, if you're able to give them a copy of the PDF so that they're doing the wheel of life at the same time that you are. Guide them to put that dot in the section in a way that reflects their rating. So remember, if they were saying they're a 10 out of 10, like it couldn't be any better, that dot's gonna go on the outer rim of the circle. But if they were a one out of 10, you're gonna put that dot very, very close to the center, and then you're gonna label it with the number. Once you've gone through and done all eight sections, Now you're going to have eight sections, and each section is going to have a dot in it. Now your job is to connect the dots. You want to connect them so that you're creating an outline of a shape within the circle. The shape might be spiky. It might be centered very tightly close to the middle, or it might be wide and expansive and almost as as open as the outer circle When you go grab that download, you're going to see an example of a Wheel of Life that's being completed. So it's easier for you to follow along. Often I recommend, like I said earlier, to do the exercise side by side with them. You do it on your side of Zoom and they do it on their side of Zoom. So that way, when you compare drawings, they look pretty similar. Now, this shape that they've created, it is a reflection of their current level of satisfaction in their life. This is now the point where you start with some coaching. You wanna ask a few open-ended questions about the shape itself. Notice that you're asking about the shape. You're not saying, and describe your life to me. It's what does this shape show you? It allows them to get a little bit of distance from their life and see things from a different perspective. You also wanna give them a little bit of time to reflect and respond. You don't need to rush them to give their answers. So some questions that you might use might sound something like this. You might say, so this shape represents your current level of satisfaction. It's a picture of it. What do you notice about the shape? Do you notice how that is such an open-ended question? You're not saying it's good, it's bad, it's anything. What do they notice? Where is their eye drawn to? Then you could ask them, Are there any surprises? What surprises do you see? Or you could ask them, what are you learning by looking at this shape? So now you've talked a little bit about the shape. Now you want to narrow down to one slice of the pie. Ask them to choose one slice of the pie that they'd like to focus on just a little bit more. Then you're looking at that slice. It's got a rating in it. You're going to say something like, I see, you gave your health a rating of five. What does a five mean to you? Now, give them time to think, time to respond. Their interpretation of a five is going to be completely different than yours is. What does a five sound like to them? Then you could ask them something like, "Why do you think this? Go- Why do you think this is like this? What do you think is going on here?" Again, very open-ended question. Get them thinking about their life, the rating that they've given that area of their life. Now you want to encourage them to start looking forward. Maybe it's a five. What would it be? What would their health be like if it was a little bit better? And I often do that by saying, what would your life be like? Or what would your health be like if now instead of a five, it was a seven? I usually add about two. So if your health was a seven, what would that look like? And get them to describe what that is to you. You're starting to get to the point where they're starting to see a little bit differently about their area of life and encourage them also to notice how the different sections of their life are actually connected. When you have more health in your life, you often have more other things as well. You might have more ease. You might be happier in some areas of your life. Different areas of our lives are always connected. So now they've got a little bit of thought about where that section of their life is and what it would be like if it was a little bit better. Now you want to encourage them to think of something that they could actually do, something small, and ask them, if there was something small that you could do to improve that area of your life, what would it be? and then encourage them to take it. Now, this is an interesting part of the conversation because what you've done is you've helped them see their life in a new perspective. You've helped them see where they might grow into. And now you're helping to create that accountability, which is often so powerful. It's one of the most powerful things in coaching. They say they're going to do something and then you say, "Will you do it. They agree to do it. And now you ask them, send me a note when it's complete. That completes that circle of accountability. And it's also going to increase the likelihood that they're going to take that action and move towards improving that area of their life. So let me pause here. We've covered a lot so far already. Now, I want to give you a bird's eye view of what you've accomplished so far in this conversation. The first is, you created a very intentional conversation, a coaching container. Then you showed up as a coach and given something truly valuable, a coaching experience. You've been fully present with the person, you've listened to them, you've seen them, and this satisfies one of our most basic needs to be seen, to be heard, to matter. Next, you help them decide on one small thing that they could do to improve their life. That is an impact. You've already made a positive impact on their life. Don't underestimate the power of these small changes. They lead to massive transformation. Other things you've done, you've opened that loop to continue the conversation. You've asked them to follow up with you and let you know when they've completed their action. And you've given them the space to have clarity and a fresh perspective. All right. So, Next step, you would say, we've done the wheel of life. You've got the accountability. Now, if you think you might like to coach with this person, you could make them an offer and keep it simple. You could say something like, wow, I see you've got a new perspective about that. And you're ready to take the next step forward. This small conversation is a sample of coaching. I'm taking on new clients. Would you be interested in working together? And then you pause and let them consider. If they say yes, tell them about your pilot offer. That's it. It's as simple as that. Now let's move on to phase three after the call. So if they said yes, do a happy dance, celebrate. You are making great progress. If they didn't say yes, you are still making great progress because you've done so much in that call. You've learned so much. If they're going to be your client, now you want to onboard them with your client onboarding process. If they said no, or you didn't make an offer, send a follow-up thank you note and stay connected. Ask them who they might know that would be interested in coaching. And this is how you start to build referrals. Take a few minutes to yourself right after the call and consider how you did. Evaluate it. Make sure that you look at things that went really well and celebrate the steps you took. Also, look where uh, where you might want to do something a little different next time. So this approach of assessing, learning, and improving will help you create more clients. Finally, stay in touch with them and expect to hear from them when they've done their accountability. Whoo! You guys, we covered a lot in this episode. Now, you know what to do before, during, and after your next discovery discovery session. If you haven't already grabbed that copy of your Wheel of Life PDF, go do it now. It's ready for you. Go to the episode notes, click the link, download the PDF and that Wheel of Life template, and you're ready to go. And for those of you who know you want some more help with this, you want to have an easier path to starting your coaching business or to get out of the struggle, click the link in the episode notes and learn more about how I can help you. So glad you joined me for this episode and I'll talk to you again next week. Thanks again for listening today. Please hop on over to Apple Podcasts and leave a review. Also, I would love to hear from you. Did something that I say resonate? What else would you like to learn about? Click the link in the player and leave a comment on the post. This is going to give me great ideas for future episodes so I can help you best. Join me again next week for more coaching, support and teaching to help you become the confident coach you are meant to be.